It's Saturday, May the 9th, in the time of the coronavirus. This is Jin speaking to you from West Hollywood, California. I'm thinking about two things, and I think they are related. I've been thinking about the closed Catholic churches for the last two months and the lack of public mass. And I have been thinking about the nature of lapsing from the faith. There are as many reasons to leave a faith as there are human beings, I suppose, in the world. And I would be interested in hearing in the comments why, at some point, if you did leave, you did so. What were your reasons? Were they great theological reasons or were they more emotional? For me, uh, back post-Vatican II, where I had been part of the pre-Vatican II lifestyle for maybe four or five years as a very young child, uh, the reasons were not theological. They were almost entirely a matter of feeling. And perhaps that was the era in which feelings became more prominent than rational thought. I don't know. I remember exactly when it happened for me. It was uh, 1970. I was probably about uh, 16 or so, 17. Um, and for me, it was a, a matter of fear and paralysis, essentially. I was in Beacon, New York at a retreat. It was a lovely environment. I had what I considered a great sin, and I did not feel able to confess it. And I could easily rationalize that I didn't really need to because, after all, these things aren't sins anymore. I wasn't angry at the church. I hadn't had any particularly bad experiences. I just left. I was a true lapsy. I did have a near comeback when I was in law school because I was asked to be the maid of honor for a friend of mine who was getting married in the Catholic Church, but it didn't take. Overall, it was about uh, 13 years between the time I lapsed and the time I actually came back. And it was what in uh, Brideshead Revisited, Evelyn Wall calls a twitch upon the thread that sort of brought me back. I was with a friend of mine at a restaurant on Sunset Boulevard, and she happened to mention a church right around the corner. And so one day, on a day off from work, during the day, I went to a mass, a daily mass, and the priest who did the homily, I don't remember the homily actually, but I do remember one phrase and the way he said it, which was, you know, God knocks upon your heart. That started me going for a few years without talking to anybody. And then uh, I started to do a lot of reading. And I decided that I should come back and participate in the faith. For all of the reading and for all of the participation up to and including being a lector and a server in the last few years, I have always been what I guess Malcolm Muggeridge called a fitful Catholic. I by no means suggest that I'm the only one for whom that is true. I'm just pointing it out. And so for someone like me who is, uh, who needs a frame for Catholicism, 
uh, let's call it that. Perhaps that's not very intellectual, but it's the reality. The shutdown of mass has been a particular burden. Now, my own parish priest has been wonderful. He has done some creative things to make it a little less problematic. But the reality is that daily mass and Sunday mass is not being held. So here's the truth of it. If I were that kid from all those years ago, I might be asking that question, should I stay or should I leave? Happily, perhaps because of all the reading and perhaps of all the graces that have been given to me because I have been going to Mass all these years, I asked the question, where, Lord, shall I go and have the answer, you have the words of eternal life. But also, in the last few days, there's been a little bit of hope. A couple of things have happened. A few cardinals and bishops and priests have uh, published a letter and they've decried the long restriction of the church and suggested that it is not right-wing to ask the question whether the church shut down this time is a prelude to another emergency and emergency after emergency until the churches are closed permanently. Some people may think that's extreme, but all things start someplace, and this has not been a small event. And also, some California bishops have appealed to Governor Newsom to recognize in his phasing in of essential services that he should consider the spiritual needs of his citizens. And then there are some states and some local communities in some of those states that are beginning modified masses. So I guess we're holding on. I'm holding on. No one can diminish what God is. Man is not God, and that for Catholics, whether we are able to participate or not, the God of Israel is present in the Eucharist and is with us always. And that's whether or not there is a building to which we can go for Mass. I find a lot of refuge in quotes that I read over and over again, and here's one that I particularly like that I think applies to this situation. And it's from uh, Flannery O'Connor. It's actually from a letter she wrote uh, that was in a book called Habit of Being. It's where I became much more familiar with her uh, thinking process when I couldn't really quite understand her short stories. This is what she wrote, and it's something I'm hanging on to. I think that the church is the only thing that is going to make the terrible world we are coming to endurable. The only thing that makes the church endurable is that it is somehow the body of Christ and that on this we are fed. It seems to be a fact that you have to suffer as much from the church as for it. But if you believe in the divinity of Christ, you have to cherish the world at the same time that you struggle to endure it. I'm hanging there. But Lord, I am so weak. Give me courage. Give us all courage.